Hi, this is Linda. And this is Joe uh, with Generation and Generation. Yes. This is part two of handling confrontation. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have our friends again, Pastor James and Pastor Kathy here. Hello. Hello. How are you guys? We're good. How are you? Fantastic. This is a good thing. So, the, so uh, last, the, uh, the last conversation we had on handling conflict was very, very interesting. There was a lot to unpack. Mm -hmm. So you want to give a small review, uh, like a two minute review and then lead on to the new topic? Okay, well, we, we uh, I think we talked about, uh, first of all, if you have a problem, the person with the problem actually has to speak. Mm -hmm. So the, the concept then is we have, we have to identify uh, who has the problem. I think we, we were talking about who actually has the problem. And there are a few things that are, are really important about identifying who has a problem. Uh, the first one is... Uh, who is the problem behavior affecting? Mm -hmm. Is it mm -hmm. affecting you? Mm -hmm. And if it's affecting you, you're the one that has to speak up. Mm -hmm. and, and, and now if you're talking about children, then the, the, there's another concept in is, does this problem affect the health of them? And, or their welfare. Or their welfare. Because if it affects your child's welfare or health, the problem automatically becomes yours. Mm -hmm. and, and then the third thing that you want to ask yourself there is, is, is what, what is it there, Pastor? Does the problem involve health, safety, or family values? Mm -hmm. Things that your family holds uh, sacred or holds dear to their heart or um, family traditions, you know, how there's some things that we just say, okay, this is the way it's been done. This is the way you're mm -hmm. going to do it. Imposing your will on your child. Now we can get away with that when children are very young, but as they age and get older and they start thinking for themselves, uh, we tread on dangerous ground when we're trying to impose our will because now they're starting to make their own decisions mm -hmm. and that can cause conflict. Mm -hmm. So from that place, what we have to do is decide whose problem is this, you know? And so if, if there's a, a actual effect of on me or then, then the problem becomes my problem. Mm -hmm. Okay, if there is a like a tangible effect on me, then it's a it's a real tangible problem that I need to deal with. Mm -hmm. If now I could have another problem that's based off of maybe a values collision, mm -hmm. which is a different kind of problem. So first thing is, whose problem is this? Mm -hmm. Okay, and so once we define whose problem is it, the second step is, okay, so what kind of problem is this? Is it a tangible problem where there's a tangible effect on me, or is this a values collision? In other words, I've clashed into a person who has a different value than I do about whatever it is we're looking at. Or even a different point of view. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So those two things determine how you would process or go about dealing with the problem. Mm -hmm. So that, that's kind of where we were. If it's a tangible effect on me, then there, the concept is now I need to speak. And the way I speak is I send you this XYZ message. The X stands for the non-blameful disclosure of the problem of behavior. What is your behavior that's causing me a problem? What I have to realize is my your behavior is really not a problem to you. 
it's a problem, it's a problem to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so when I talk about it, what I have to what I have to say is what is your behavior without blaming you? Mm -hmm. That is a problem for me. Like when the dishes are left in the sink mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I get ready to um, prepare dinner. I've got dishes in the sink mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. could have been washed by you when you were making lunch or your sandwich or you decided to do tacos and you left um, greasy pan in the sink and you know there's salsa mm -hmm. and chopped tomatoes and lettuce and cheese i don't want to make anybody hungry but um if we left uh, those things yeah. on the counter <laughs> you know um now i have to actually go and clean that up and it poses a problem to me because i'm kind of on a schedule i want to prepare dinner and i'm i'm running out of time because now i've got to clean these dishes before i before I actually start preparing the dinner. Mm -hmm. Or or you you take the car, go out and do something and didn't put any gas in it because it was low on gas. And then I get up, I'm running late, but I can't get to work without going by the gas station. So it makes me late. The problem now is not you, the problem is me. Mm -hmm. But as I talk to you about it, I need to talk about the tangible effect. That's the why. What is the tangible effect on me for your behavior. Mm -hmm. Okay, so non X is non-blameable disclosure. What I what I'm what we're trying to do is orientate orientate you to what my problem is. Mm -hmm. The the second step is what is the tangible effect that that has on me. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got to stop to get gas and that makes me late. Tangible effect. Okay, then the Z becomes my feelings about the effect that that's having. Not you, the effect that that's having on me. Mm -hmm. So I'm really irritated about it. Or I'm upset. Mm -hmm. Or I feel disappointed. Mm -hmm. Or I feel like um, I'm not getting the, uh, the help that I would like to see in this relationship. Mm -hmm. um, because we're partners, mm -hmm. we're, we're teammates, and we're both striving for the same thing. You want to eat. Mm -hmm. And I want to help you eat. <laughs> But I need to stop and wash the dishes, clean off the counter. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the scales, you know, you don't want the scales to get like this. Mm -hmm. Right. You want to keep them kind of balanced. Mm -hmm. Right. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. anything can become a problem if we allow it to. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. You know, mm -hmm. small stuff can become an irritant if we allow it to. So we have to look at what's important the relationship or me telling you how I feel about what you did. Yeah, and especially if I don't know how to, how to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But if I take what you did and make it your problem, mm -hmm. that, that turns you off. I don't get the, the opportunity to solve my problem with you because after all, it's my problem and you're turned off. So the, the, the wise thing to do is to, to actually say what my problem is, but say it in a way where you're actually willing to hear me. Right, right. Okay. And that's key because mm -hmm. if I start off uh, blaming you or making you feel like the bad person because you failed to do something or forgot to do something, it's not always a failure and it's not always because you meant to do it. Maybe you forgot. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have those days when we just forget, oh, I see something and 
I'm busy doing something else or I'm attending to something else. And that's where my, that's where my focus is right now. So I may not have stopped and took care of something that will make things easier for you. Mm -hmm. It's just that my focus is I got to do this because in a household, there's always something to do. And as a couple or as a family, we want everyone to cooperate with one another. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if the tribe is going to survive, the tribe has to learn how to protect mm -hmm. what's on the inside, which is that relationship, so that we can protect on the outside, so that when anybody comes against us, anybody says anything against our family, it's like, oh, no, this is my tribe. You can't talk about my family. You can't talk about my sister. You can't talk about my dad or my mom, because we are one tribe. And I think there's some lessons that we could learn um, uh, from uh, ancient tribes, ancient uh, civilizations, how they came together and protected one another. They were a unit that was hard to uh, break because they understood the sanctity and the beauty of family. Mm -hmm. So it, it uh, so that's one kind of problem. That's a tangible problem that has a tangible effect of, mm -hmm. upon us. Now, there's another kind of problem. And the other kind of problem is it, we call it a values collision. Now, people have these fusses and fights over both kinds, but a values collision is different. A values collision that when we talk about five, uh, five steps to dealing with a values collision, but a values collision is when you, I see something that you're doing, mm. that's really, I really think it's gonna become a real problem for you. Mm -hmm. But you don't think it's a problem at all. Right. <laughs> okay, so now what that is, is a values collision. It's, it doesn't, it, what you're doing doesn't have a tangible effect on you. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have an effect on me tangibly at all. It's just how I feel it's about it. It's just how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. Now that can come from all kinds of orientation. I, I, we talk about blue sunglasses and orange sunglasses in the room in the room together. The, the thing is the blue sunglasses has a blue tint and whatever we look, whatever I look at under those blue glasses, I'm going to see it through the blue tint. Now suppose you have on orange. <laughs> okay, so everything has an orange tint to you. This has to do with our our way of being brought up. Uh, our, it, it ultimately what I'm talking about with the glasses is our worldview. How so? Two people with one with blue glasses and the other one with orange glasses can look at the same thing and see it completely different. <laughs> so everything I look at has a blue tint, <laughs> and until I take off these glasses, everything has a blue tint for me, and that is. Uh, it could be how I was raised, how I was brought up, uh, the type of people that I grew up around, what my parents felt were valuable, whereas I may not feel that that's valuable because I am my own person. And that's what we have to realize as children grow and develop, they become their own person. And yet we're still trying to impose our will on them. So from our tent, every human, determines what's valuable to them in the privacy of their own thoughts. Mm -hmm. That is our tent. So we now take two people with orange and blue glasses 
and put them in the same room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So now what we have to do is learn how to live in this room together without damaging each other. You mean without you taking off my glasses uh, and yeah, going across yeah. the room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because if I destroy your goodwill, you see orange, I see blue, but in my in the process of telling you my problems, I destroy your goodwill for me, which means you want my life to be good mm -hmm. and you're willing to do what you can to make it good. You're going to see orange no matter what I see. Mm -hmm. You're going to see orange. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. And there's no way I can see blue. No, <laughs> no. But if I insist that you see blue, <laughs> okay, that's going to create a problem with us and your goodwill is going to be destroyed because that to you that feels like you're devaluing who i am mm -hmm. my individualism mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so if you have goodwill for me and i can talk to you about my problem through my blue tent you may decide to change your behavior because you want my life to be good mm -hmm. but even if you change your behavior you didn't change your tent yeah oh boy and quite often people get in trouble with each other trying to change the tent of their lens because mm -hmm. we're all <laughs> each, each one of us are individuals and we're entitled to how we feel now you can you can express to me your feelings and your values and the way you see things and i can choose to either um hear you out and say okay that's you or i can say well you know i never thought about it like that mm -hmm. i never saw it that way mm -hmm. and that's that's where we want to go because we want the other person's cooperation mm -hmm. at the end of the day we don't want to have a collision because we are wearing different different colored tinted glasses. At the end of the day, we just want cooperation mm -hmm. because I love you and I don't wanna do anything that will hurt you on purpose. Now I may hurt you and not really mean to. Mm -hmm. And if you have a problem with how I hurt you, then you speak. Mm -hmm. And then I would say, oh, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize that. So, Hopefully that's making sense. Why oh, does? Uh, okay. So with a values collision now, there's a thing we call the five options for a values collision. Okay. And and I think you have it right right there. What, okay. what, what is it? Okay. First of all, number one is problem solve the behavior so it's out of sight. In other words, if your if your child uh, decides that they want to smoke and you're not a smoker. Then you ask the child, okay, um, if you're going to smoke, now I've, I've given you all the pros and, well, no pros with smoking, but I've given you the cons. I've told you that it's going to be bad for your health. And in the long run, you might develop emphysema or cancer or, you know. Yeah, that uh, number two. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Sorry. So, so, sorry, that part. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. So problem solve the thing out of sight, which is simple, like, uh, Okay. Smoke outside. Smoke outside, or it, you may have this value that chewing gum at the table is disrespectful. Now, I'm not talking about a child, two adults, one because of their lens. Uh, chewing gum is disrespectful. Oh, for mm -hmm. my mom, no singing at the table, no elbows on the table. 
It was a values collision for mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. you, you'd be surprised how many adults get into it behind values collision. Mm -hmm. Just going at it behind values collision. When basically all it is is one feels one way, the other feels that it, it had nothing to do with right or wrong. I can understand if it makes the food taste nasty or something. <laughs> it doesn't change the flavor of the food. Yeah, I well, if, if, if you have gravel in your mouth because you're angry, yeah. that can, you know, that can mess with your appetite, yeah. you know. So, so <laughs> that could be your tent. It doesn't change the food. Whether it's cold or hot, it still tastes the same. That can be your tent. Hmm. <laughs> but what if the other person's tent is, you can't eat it cold. It's no good now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I work too hard preparing it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so those kinds of things are values collisions. Mm -hmm. And so, the the second thing with a values collision is what? Be a consultant. Use your, you know, try to try to make a judgment call on someone else's behavior. If they, if you know, you could, what you can do is ask. So, can I share with you how I feel about this? And if they say. I'm not interested, then you're not a consultant. So drop the subject mm -hmm. like a hot potato. It, it's a waste of time and it does more damage than good mm -hmm. to try to give a person your opinion when they're not firing you for it. Right. <laughs> We're talking about an adult. When you try to be a consultant, the person has to first hire you. Mm -hmm. If they don't hire you. <laughs> so what if they keep bugging to hire for you to hire them? <laughs> What do you do then? Uh, they, they probably need to come to a class and figure out it's not good to keep bugging you. <laughs> because all that does is eat away at the goodwill. Yeah. That's, that's all it does. It just keeps eating away at the goodwill. Yeah. And ultimately, at the end of the day, without goodwill, because your tent isn't going to change. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, without goodwill, you can't solve the problem. Right. <laughs> and and it's almost like you become an irritant mm -hmm. to that person. Mm -hmm. um, when they see you coming, they know you're going to talk about the same thing. And you don't want to hear it. And you've you've said that. I don't, I'm not interested in that. Mm -hmm. But if you understood what I'm saying or where I'm coming from, just because you just because we know more than they know doesn't mean that they want to know what we know. They may choose not to. Because everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Yeah, they, they make the they they determine what's valuable to them in the privacy of their own thoughts. Mm -hmm. Even though it may be damaging for their health, you still need to be hired. You know, you yeah. might see them drinking and that might become a problem. You might see them smoking and that might become a problem or indulging in sex with any and everybody, that can become a problem. Mm -hmm. But until they hire you, all you can do is sit there and cringe, you know, or pray. Yeah, yeah. It, it's why uh, one of the forms that, that uh, I forget what is what the form is now, but it starts with uh, this these two lines. The one starts at the top, the other one, and ultimately they oh, cross influence. the influence uh, yeah, diagram. diagram. Mm -hmm. And the, the child, uh, and, and the child, and I'm talking about children now, starts at zero, no age, 
and at, at one end of that line, you have total power over them, mm -hmm. but you have no influence, zero influence, but total power. Now, as they grow, you know, three, four, those lines get closer, seven, eight, 12, somewhere around 12 and 13, they switch, they cross, and you begin to have less power. And the idea is to have more influence. Right. So you have this window from zero to say 13 mm -hmm. to build influence because you know that at 13, you're going to lose some power. Mm -hmm. And as they grow and grow and grow, you lose more and more power. So when they get 19 and 20, you have no power over. Now, some parents get in trouble. They try to use, well, you stand in my home, you're going to do what I all that kind of stuff, which creates other problems. But here is the reality. You have lost power when they get 19 and 20. Mm -hmm. You can put them out, but then how is your influence? Because they still need to know your wisdom. Right. So the whole point is when they're 19, are 20, now they're an adult and you have no physical power over them. What you want is influence. Mm -hmm. You have developed influence over mm -hmm. the period of time. So, because the reality is they still need your wisdom. Right. They don't even know it, but they need your wisdom. <laughs> okay. And they, you cannot give them your wisdom if you can't become a consultant. Right. If they won't hire you, you can't give it to them. And the thing is not to damage the relationship yeah. in the process. Yeah. yeah. So that's the whole concept about uh, becoming a consultant. So when, when two married, married people come together, both of them are grown. You have no physical power over each other. <laughs> okay. So what you want is influence and because you have no physical power. Influence and cooperation. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully this is making sense. So when values collisions come, we have to think in terms of this person has a right to be themselves. They can do what, whatever they decide they want to do. And I can't change their tent. I can't change it. And the frustration that and the damage that people do mm -hmm. to each other mm -hmm. by trying to change the tent of the other person. Like I'm right and you're wrong. That's going to create some serious problems. <laughs> Because now you're saying there's something wrong with me. Yep. 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 And how is that going to work? How is that going to work for a person to do what you do to help you and work with your problem when it's your problem, but you've just told them they're wrong because of your problem. So are they going to be willing to work with you? Most likely not. And we can fly the banner. I'm telling you the truth. We just fly that banner. I'm telling you true. The reality is people could care less, especially when they lose goodwill. They could care less about whether what you're saying is true or not. Mm. It becomes a power thing then. You know, nobody going to tell me what to do. <laughs> I, I, I try to make it light because, but it's really serious. Mm. It's really a real problem among couples. Uh, in, in families and families uh, just is huge and it destroys a lot of families there are people that are together for financial reasons 
and they've lost love for each other because they lost goodwill and they're just hanging out because of financial reasons and, and in this COVID situation, they can't get away from each other. So they can't get any relief and it's just going nuts. The, the DV rate is going up. Domestic mm -hmm. violence rate is just getting crazy. It's just going going up and up because people don't know how to handle how to handle being with another person that won't agree with them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so let's finish from where we left off last time. They did the X Y Z, so they know the problem. I have to make sure I said that right. I'm sorry. Um, so they know the problem. They spoke the problem. Mm -hmm. Now what happens next? Okay, so with the with a, a tangible problem, then we, we go to this thing called six steps to win-win. And, and it's a process, a six steps to win-win, which are six definite steps that you, you go to because now you remember, you haven't destroyed each other's goodwill and you're still willing to work together, but your, your, your tent is still the same, different, but you're willing to work together. Okay, mm -hmm. so the very first thing in the six steps to win-win is define the problem in terms of need. Mm -hmm. What is the need? Not, not the want, what is the need? Quite often people say, well, I want you to, to wash the dishes. That's, that's, not, that's probably not the need. Okay. What, what is the need? What's behind that? Yeah, yeah. That's what I want, but what's the need? What is those dishes scratching? Mm -hmm. Like a sore, if you have a sore on your arm and somebody rub it and it's open, it hurts. Okay. It makes you react. Okay. That's what is the need that's making you react? That, that, that's what we have to define the problem based on the need. What is the need? Mm -hmm. tangible yeah. need what is the tangible need not, not the solution what's the need um last episode joe um mentioned or our thing was that he wants to keep his socks dry by me not putting water on the floor so mm -hmm. his need is the dry socks yes okay well you might even think go a little bit deeper in that you know is it the dry socks or is it uncomfortable or or what Okay. Oh, it might not just be the socks. It might be that the sock wet is uncomfortable. Or it feels icky. It feels icky. What, what's the need? Okay. Well, it's, yeah, it, it, you know, because it feels like somebody didn't, you know, stuck their finger in their mouth and then put it in your ear. <laughs> yeah. That's nasty. <laughs> Okay. That's the kind of shock that it gives you because you're not expecting that, you know, uh, mm -hmm. you walk in the kitchen and then you're like, oh, so that mm -hmm. kind of thing. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so the need then is a, it's like, it's not, it's uncomfortable and, and I've related this particular uncomfort to, uh, it's not sanitary. Be it would be what he thinks. Yeah, it leads, oh. it leads to other things like making the floor dirt spots and stuff like that. That's what I see. Mm -hmm. People mm -hmm. step on it with their shoes and they create some dirt spots and yeah. 
So, so to you, that, that problem is really about not being sanitary or something like that. Yeah, you're messing up the house. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so, okay, so then what would be the need to do the water and leave it on the floor? What would the need be? Now, now I'm, I'm talking to, to, to Linda now. What would the need be to do that? The need to, say it again, what is the need to? Mm -hmm. Just leave water on the floor. What's the need behind? That's the, the action, but what's behind it? What's the need? So almost asking me, why am I doing it, pretty much? Well, okay. Okay, it's to dry my hands. Well, to get <laughs> to the paper towels, <laughs> To dry my hands. Okay. Because <laughs> well, the sink is here, but the paper towels are like on the other side of the kitchen. For some okay, so, so is it, is it feel ucky or is it wet hands? What, what is it? What is it doing to you that you couldn't go another way? What, what is this doing that you've got to <laughs> do the water on? The, you got to go straight to the towel. I don't know how you. I, I don't know what it looks like. Well, what is it doing that you don't mind leaving water on the floor? What is it doing to you? What is it doing to me? Yeah, that you don't mind leaving water on the floor. I guess I don't value it as much. Like, to me, it's like, it's just water. So, it, yeah, you know, I, I want it off my hands. <laughs> okay, okay, got it. So you want it off your hands? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So to you... Getting that water off your hands is more important than it being on the floor. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. I never thought about it. I okay. never thought about that. But yeah, I guess so. Because okay. it's water, but I don't want it on my hands for so long. I mean, like, I guess 30 seconds is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> now you realize how dumb it is. You know, at the same time, like, wow. But yes. <laughs> okay, so there's two. So the two needs, I got to get this off of me. I don't like the way it feels. Mm -hmm. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. And versus the other need is this may not be sanitary. And I don't like the way it feels on my feet. That's what you do. That's the beginning. Define it based on the need. These, this is what my need is. It's, I, I'm having this feeling like this is not sanitary and it's uncomfortable to my feet. And you're having this feeling like, I need to get this off of my hands. Okay. okay. So that's basically what the problem is. <laughs> okay, it's not the napkin or paper towel or the water. It's the feeling of being uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> I guess you never take the time to break it down like that. You just you know, see one side of it. Like me, it's just water. Yeah, blue, blue lens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and orange. And orange, yeah. <laughs> okay. blue and orange. Yeah, okay, so the beginning of this, now, now here is what you have to understand. You're not gonna change your lens. This is not about trying to convince you that you're wrong. That's not what this is. Because you're not going to change your lens. If you if you decided, okay, I have goodwill for you, 
So I will do this a different way for you. You still don't think there's anything wrong with what you're doing. <laughs> but for the sake of the relationship, yeah. you decide to conform yeah. and, and, make a, and make a decision. I will move the paper towels closer to where the sink is so yeah. that I don't have to have this on my hands. The paper towels are right there. Now we have this defined by the need. Mm -hmm. So the next step then is, okay, brainstorm solutions. What are different, what are all of the different solutions that could work that both of your needs could be met? You know, this would start, <clears throat> this, this would start with this kind of dialogue. My needs are important to me, but then so are yours. Mm -hmm. And if we start this process, I promise you, I won't quit until both of our needs are met. That's keeping us on the same team. Mm -hmm. We're in the same jersey. Yeah, <laughs> we wear the same jersey. Okay, so now that we know what each other's need is, brainstorm solutions. How can we fix this where both of us are okay? With water. Yeah. <laughs> water on the hands, water on the floor. Water on the hands, water on the floor. <laughs> okay, so what could we do that would fix this? What are some solutions? One of the solutions that we came up with was to move, actually from the last episode, last um, time we talked, we said to move the paper towels. The problem we had was we did not wait for this lesson and we decided to do rock, paper, scissors, determine who moves the paper towels. And we realized that wasn't a good idea. Because <laughs> okay. the loser wasn't happy for moving the paper towels. Right, right. Just, just know it all the time. Win-win is what you're looking for. Not compromise or lose-win. That's what we generally do, and we are orientated for someone has to win, someone has to lose. That's just don't work when it comes to goodwill. After a while, all humans move away from pain. Losing creates pain. Mm -hmm. And resentment. And resentment comes with that. Mm -hmm. so, I also learned, even though, I mean, our thing is so small, you know, I kind of want to say petty, but it is important to him, so I can't. I have to honor that and respect that. But it is a small issue that you would think we can do something simple like rock, paper, scissors to handle the situation. But learning if somebody that, loses. <laughs> so, so if somebody loses, you, you haven't solved your problem. Okay. So instead, we should have thought of ideas. Okay. So what, what you really don't want to do is keep water on your hands. Right. That's what you really don't want to do. And what you do, really don't want to do, Joe, is be in this wet sock that makes you feel like the floor is not clean or sanitary. That's what you really don't want. That's the need. Mm -hmm. so, so what are solutions that fix that need? Because you both have a need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are the solutions that fix the need for both of you win? Mm -hmm. Well, because so what about taking ownership of your actions, though? So is that where, where does that come into play? Because everybody it, prob it probably doesn't have anything to do with it. Okay. It's because the problem belongs to the person that's professing it. 
It doesn't belong to the other person. The other person is cooperating from a place of goodwill. Mm -hmm. So ownership doesn't have anything. It's like, it's your fault. It, that's, that's, that's the wrong place to go with it. So you're trying, so what you're saying then, because my mind's going to all kinds of different things, but you're specifically, this is in the walls of the relationship. Uh-huh, okay. Or uh -huh. the relationship only to, to keep a relationship happy, I should, uh, you know, if you will. Because um, my mind wanders to all kinds of different things throughout life, right? But we're just talking about in the confines of a relationship. We're not, a, not necessarily if a stranger done me wrong, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, this is oh. confined to this. Confined to relationships, okay. The, or, or just this problem. Right. Yeah, because each problem comes with its own thing. And each one has to find, determine what its need is. And at the end of the day, you you want to know that you're both okay. Yeah. That no one yeah. lost. No one lost. No one was the winner. Um, that we both worked to solve our problem. And we will do whatever we need to do in order to make that um, work for not just you, not just for me, but for both of mm -hmm. us. And I need your goodwill mm -hmm. to solve my problem. Mm -hmm. I need your good. Otherwise, you're not willing to work with me. Because you, I'm not going to be able to change your tent. <laughs> okay, if I can't change your tent, and that's a waste of time to try to do that. Plus, mm -hmm. it creates a lot of damage. Because mm -hmm. you have determined that my problem is not valuable to you. But if you have good will for me, you will do something different because I'm having a problem with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just like if, if, if you have a problem, that problem is not my problem. You're valuable to me, but that problem isn't my problem. I don't have that problem. My tent is different from yours. <laughs> But if I have goodwill for you, I will do things for you so that your life is good and not, I, it's still not a problem for me, but I'll do it because it's a problem for you. So then, so this might be getting a little comedic, but I don't mean to go this way, but um, I'm trying to, it's the only way I can think of it. So let's say, let's say the water's on the floor. Mm -hmm. Right. So what I do, instead of speaking to her, what I do is I just get me a pair of shoes that I leave by the kitchen. Right. Okay. So I mean, I don't know if that's fixing anything, but I'm just trying to figure out because I know, I think some people do stuff like this instead of like, okay, I spoke to her about it before. She's, you know, like, she's not going to change it. So I'll just, I'll just do this instead. So right. what especially if you're talking about a values collision, if this is really a basic values collision, one of the steps in the last step of a values collision is modify yourself. Yeah. Is this worth the relationship? No. Okay. So let me just do this. Yeah. Modify yourself. And then, and then since I got the, so, and then if the shoes are sitting there, and then she has a problem with the shoes sitting there. And I explained, well, this is the reason why I have the shoes here. Then, you know, that can lead to other things too. Like, 
okay, maybe I'll just stop. I don't like those shoes there. So I just make sure there's no water on the floor. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing I can think of, man. but I know it's, I know that stuff goes on in relationships. It does. It does that's, go on. That's probably a silly example. No, no, but, Joe, that isn't, it, 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 that goes on. That is probably a, a lot of what happens with people that yeah. creates bad, a lack of goodwill. Mm -hmm. Those things are what people do. That's basically manipulation both ways. If I modify me, I'm not going to bring it up to you ever again. Because yeah. I've changed me. Mm. I don't change me to send you a message. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> you, you know, I value the relationship enough where I'll change me rather than deal with this because this is not that big of a deal for mm -hmm. me. It's different if it's a big deal, but it's, if it's not a big, big deal and you won't change, I'll modify me because our relationship is too important for this, mm -hmm. for to create stuff that starts to eat away at goodwill. And I need to make sure I don't become resentment, resentful mm -hmm. for changing me. That's what I was going to bring up. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what sours the relationship over time. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, people are just, coexisting mm -hmm. there's no love there's no friendship there's no relationship left because of what we've had to do we've had to do this mm -hmm. so to keep peace mm -hmm. and we've had to do this so that there is no ill ill ill, Ill will mm -hmm. or ill feelings mm -hmm. toward the other person and and then later on people it, they, they might be in the same bed but they're they're moving mm -hmm. apart Moving slowly moving apart and before you know it they're just coexisting yep. instead of being in a relationship and that's no fun and then we try to make our kids when they get grown we try to tell them you should marry don't just just shack up you should marry and they've spent years watching us be miserable mm -hmm. why would they want to do that mm -hmm. <laughs> you know right. so there's they're like you say there's more implication there's more things involved. Uh, the other thing with with uh, uh, oh my, uh, I'm having a senior moment. Values collision oh. is modeling, modeling the behavior you want. Mm -hmm. But it there is no guarantee that modeling that behavior is going to make the person change to the behavior. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, they determine what's valuable in the privacy of their own thoughts. Mm -hmm. If we lose goodwill. We can't fix problems. Mm -hmm. If I can't fix mine because you won't work with me, then when you have one, we may not I be won't. able to fix that because I'm not willing to work with you. Goodwill starts to just leave the building. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, our time that we've invested in our, our relationship and the the things we've acquired start to not mean anything to us anymore. When the reality is that's actually all we have. Mm -hmm. If I'm spent this much time with you, I need to work at making this work. And make it um, pleasurable. Yeah, yeah. 
because that's the only way it's supposed to work is pleasurable. Yeah, so, <laughs> just, you know, I, I, I can't ex express how this is some serious stuff that people go through. Mm. I, I appreciate you opening up this example for us to talk about, because people all over the place are dealing with this kind mm -hmm. of stuff, and their, their goodwill is just destroying, and they don't know why. They don't know why they don't have goodwill for each other, and it's just creating all kinds of pain all kinds of pain and a lot of people don't even understand goodwill yeah. yeah or even or even know the value of goodwill in a relationship it's 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 um it's valuable it's important and it it takes you to the long run of the relationship so that it doesn't diminish as you age, but it gets even better. It's like um, mm -hmm. seasoning a good piece of meat. Mm -hmm. You know, if you let it, if you let it sit for a minute and marinate, when you get to cook it, you can taste that flavor, not because you poured salt or pepper or Tabasco salt on it, but because the, the flavor is actually in the meat. Mm -hmm. You don't have to cover it up or dress it up or you know, mm -hmm. do anything else to it. It's already flavored. Mm -hmm. And that's what goodwill does to a relationship. It mm -hmm. flavors the relationship mm -hmm. so that it's pleasant. Yeah, I, I know this is, wasn't really probably uh, a, a real issue for, for you guys, but I really appreciate that you uh, used it to let us talk about it. Mm -hmm. I know it's basically probably not, not much of anything to you, but people can learn. Right from what you what you uh, uh, allowed us to actually talk about. Because mm -hmm. this is the stuff people don't talk about. And they don't talk about because they don't know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. you, you know, and so it, it just sits there. It just sits there and, and it festers, festers. Festers. Yeah. And then it gets bigger and then it gets like bigger. A boil. And it gets bigger. And it gets more poison and more mm -hmm. poison. Mm -hmm. just, mm -hmm. Well, that that is pretty much the confrontation cycle and the and the problem solving thing. Uh, the other thing with problem solving is is uh, uh, you you after you do the brainstorming, you you then select a realistic uh, solution, one that works in the real world, and one that you both agree that to. That you both agree to, and and you implement that. Who does what? When? Why? Where? And then you then you set up a time to re reconnect again and determine is this really working? Mm -hmm. Okay. After you've tried it mm -hmm. a couple of times, mm -hmm. then you come back and say, "So is it working for you? Because mm -hmm. it's really not working for me. So mm -hmm. can we mm -hmm. maybe go over it again and maybe make some modifications?" Mm -hmm. You know, quite honestly, I didn't expect it to be a problem because I didn't expect, uh, in my mind, I didn't expect to hear that answer, mm -hmm. like, you know, when the water's on the floor, I so, said, oh, could you, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, and maybe mm -hmm. the values thing, because to me, in my mind, if I tell someone, oh, you put wasted water on the floor, they automatically go clean it up. Mm -hmm. But I never expected to hear an answer, like, oh, it's just water. So yeah. That just, yeah. That just threw me, just threw me uh, a curveball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I have never, I never, I don't think I ever came across that ever. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, because I'm thinking at work sometimes, oh, maybe drop something and they immediately just pick it up. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> but I get home mm-hmm. and they're like, someone tells me, well, it's just water. And so I'm like, my brain, I don't know how to process that now. Yeah. Yeah. So that could become a problem. Like, shouldn't you just clean it up? <laughs> that's like, that's yeah. bad for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and remember the lenses. Yeah. We're looking, we're looking through different lenses. And mm-hmm. what's what's can be a problem for you may not be a problem or an issue for me at all. But yeah. if it's a problem for you, it's gotta be my problem as well. Yeah. yeah. That's that's if I got goodwill for you. If yeah. 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 I learned between now and the last conversation, we had a family member, one of my family members come over. And they did the same exact thing. <laughs> yeah. And all I could do is laugh, like, too. <laughs> so, but I never, ever paid attention. Like, do all of me, like, everybody in my family do that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I never realized it. So I'm just that's thinking, where the tent comes from. I got <laughs> <our> upbringing. <laughs> so my, my second thing is, is do they socks, do their socks ever get wet? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Does it dry up before they get back to the kitchen? Because <laughs> in our house, you know, so we never know that the floor is wet. <laughs> so tent, see the tent. The tent. I don't. I just we just don't want to barefoot it. So I think I just want to go be with Jesus. Because you know what? <laughs> but oh, I don't. It's a value thing. I mean, just never. If we didn't have that conversation before, before the relative came over, I probably would have never noticed. Or you know, it was just funny to see that. You know, so So go in the kitchen with your socks on, Joe. (laughs) So so, house shoes. (laughs) So remember, the need is this is not comfortable. It's it feels not sanitary. That's the need. That's the need. And it dirties up the kitchen floor. That that's what it does. But yeah. what the need is, is I feel this is unsanitary. Icky. It's I feel icky, <laughs> you know. And now, I, because I love you, because you love him, I don't want you feeling icky. I have a question with your language just now, because maybe you just did a lesson that we just like overlooked. Joe is saying that the floor is dirty. Is there is that part of it? Is that a reason of how you say things to the person? No, or I'm 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 trying to address the need versus the what the, what it does. I'm always going to address the need. Okay. Water makes the floor dirty. We we got it. But what's the need? Okay. Because that's what I'm saying is it so there is a lesson there of why you're saying it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying it's dirty, but the need is keep the house sanitized. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the need. Okay. That's, so that's stick to the need, not what's going on. Yep. Because you can always come up with solutions. Okay. But as long as you know what the need is, <laughs> you can always come up with solutions to meet the need. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what's important. That's what's important, the need. Okay. I'm glad that you said that because I was catching that. Like he's saying one thing and you're changing it. Okay. So that's a good part that we didn't discuss is watch how you say it and make sure you're saying the need, not just what's going on. That's the whole point in the whole dialogue with confrontation, uh, confrontation cycle to get to 
what is the need. So now, because you cannot do problem solving from what's going on. You have to do it from the need. That way you solve the real problem, mm -hmm. <laughs> you, 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 you know. I need to dry my hands, but I also need to come into the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to come into the kitchen with getting my socks wet. And I need to get this water off of my hands and, and I don't, it doesn't bother me that it's on the floor. I just need to get it off my hands. That's the need. <laughs> I got to get this off my hands. That's the need. Okay. Because I feel icky with it on my hands. I don't like my hands wet. <laughs> 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 That's the need. And so if I have good will for you, if you feel icky, I don't want you feeling icky. So while you're icky, doesn't bother me. Because my tent is different, I can do stuff for you so that you don't feel icky. Because I have goodwill for you. And you can be you, and I can work with you. Without it being a problem. Without it being a problem. And we just go on and live our lives and, and have fun together. <laughs> The, the, the third, uh, the, I know we didn't talk about this is something completely different. Uh, three questions. Remember, are you, am I okay? Did I do good? Do you still love me? Has a lot to do with this last question. Do you still love me? Which means, are you willing to pay to be with me? Now that you know what I cost, are you still willing to pay to be with me? Or do you think I'm not worth the cost? That's a whole nother <laughs> subject. Well, we did that topic already. And I think but it comes back to that. And, and the last thing is always work at growing goodwill. Goodwill begins with a decision. Doesn't begin with a feeling. It begins with a decision. I'm going to have goodwill for you. Decision. Decision. Because I... I've decided to have goodwill for you. There are some things that I do that I know get on your nerves. I'm going to stop this. It doesn't bother me, but I'm going to stop it because it gets on your nerve. Because I've decided to have goodwill for you. Mm -hmm. and I'm constantly growing goodwill. After a while, it's like the, the, the snowball going downhill it picks up momentum and it just, it does its own thing. But I got to start it. And that start starts with a decision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, um, as always, it's been very enlightening. Um, so on that note, um, I, I, feel, I, I, feel, I feel full right now. So before I burst, I, time to go. You know, I can't handle all this. This knowledge. <laughs> Yo, what's happening? <laughs> Gotta retain. Oh you have any final things you want to say? No, I'm glad that we put it all together now. So, okay. okay. Any closing remarks from you guys, Pastor Kathy, Pastor James? Hopefully, um, it made sense to everyone. Um, we, it, it was a lot for an hour. 
it was jam-packed for an hour. Um, but hopefully it will give people food for thought. It Hopefully it will start a conversation so that people can start looking at some of the things that have uh, divided them or kept them mm -hmm. away from one another, working together. Uh, so if they want to contact us, they can do so by uh, going to our website, um, familylifeinstituteie.com or they can give us a call at this number 909-999-LIFE or 5433. Mm -hmm. Thank, thanks, Joe and Linda. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about this on you guys' platform. Thank, yeah. thank you. And your transparency. Mm -hmm. yes. Really appreciate you. We always enjoy having you on. So until next time, yes. we want your life <laughs> to be <laughs> All right. All, All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care. Take care. <laughs>